0: Chapter 9 Family Values Undoing Tribalism One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel all right. Bob Marley Jesus' message of God's love was radically inclusive in a world where religions were anything but. Ancient religions were tribal, defined by ethnic and political boundaries. Different people groups, nationalities, and city-states all worshipped their own God or God's. These deities would, not surprisingly, tend to support the cultural and political agendas of the particular groups to whom they belonged. Admittedly, this is not so different from the religious landscape of our own day. Western Christians, for instance, have a long-standing tendency to confuse cross and flag, faith and nationalism, religion and politics. It was into this world of competing deities that Jesus came with a strong rebuke. Although the focus of his message was on one particular ethnic religion that had lost its touch with its universal focus, the principles of his rebuke are universally transferable. The ancient prophets called Israel to share what light they had with the entire world, Isaiah 42.6 and nine six. When Jesus came, he accused Israel of keeping that light for themselves, Matthew 5.14-16. Even though Jesus claimed he was sent first to help the Jews get back on course matthew ten five and six fifteen twenty four Romans one sixteen his message and mission intentionally extended God's offer of loving relationship beyond the ethnic boundaries of Jewish religion through Jesus gentiles non- jews were invited to become equal citizens in God's kingdom alongside Jewish brothers and sisters see john three sixteen and first Peter two nine to ten As king of the Jews, Jesus invited his own people to give up their claims of exclusivity and to join him in ushering in the universal sisterhood and brotherhood that faith can bring. Jesus challenged the strong kinship-based identity of first-century Israel by offering a radical reorientation of family values. We read in the Gospel of Mark, He answered them and said, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who were sitting around him in a circle, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. Mark three thirty-three to 35 Through these words, Jesus opposed the idea that birth, blood, and biology define true family. Instead, he stressed that our unity with God and one another comes through shared faith and common purpose. In this way, Jesus invited his followers to become part of a worldwide, transnational, multi-ethnic family of faith. And so it is to his Jewish friends that Jesus said, I have other sheep that do not come from this sheepfold. I must bring them in too, and they will listen to my voice, so that there will be one flock and one shepherd. John ten sixteen. The Apostle Paul described the inclusive reality of the kingdom this way. There is no longer Jew or Greek. there is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you are one in Christ Jesus, and if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise galatians three twenty eight and twenty nine and again, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave, or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Colossians 3.11 In Christ's kingdom, ethnicity, social status, or gender identity are no longer important categories of distinction. Instead, all members of this kingdom are unified as one family, with God as our shared father and Abraham as our shared ancestor. Think for a moment about the many horrors of the past that have grown out of ethnic loathing. Think about whatever recent stories of hatred, brutality, and war that are currently in the headlines. What human hostilities in the world today are the offspring of racial revulsion, economic oppression, or gender discrimination? Think of how our world would be different if people embraced this one teaching of Jesus.